Tricky Kid Media Original, distributed by iHeartRadio. Hey there, loyal listeners. Ready to take a walk on the wild side? Our main show, Tricky Kid Radio, is all ages. So it's 18 up only after this. Got it? And now, it's time for something just for the adults. <laughs> Welcome to After Dark, where we take you inside some of the sexiest places on Earth. From the AVN Expo and Awards in Las Vegas, to XBiz and Exotica, and other conventions all over the world. Hear from some of the top names in the adult industry. Your fave cam girl or cosplayer. That's right, we get kinky and geeky and chat with some of the hottest lewd and nude cosplay girls in the game. Make sure to check out tricky-kid.com for more and our YouTube channel Tricky Kid TV for exclusive content where you can see more of our guests. Joining us today is one of the sweetest girls in the industry. She's in our studio today to bless us with her perfect derriere and irresistible charm. And now, here's your host. He reads books and has a nice cock. DJ Tricky Kid. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to a new edition of After Dark. I'm your host, as always, DJ Tricky Kid. Hey, man, we're back after a year-long hiatus. Uh, we took a year off um, to kind of rebrand and kind of recalibrate. And, uh, of course, the other shows are still rocking and rolling. And we appreciate you tuning in to all those. Of course, our main show, Tricky Kid Radio, still is coming to you each week uh, every Thursday at 12 noon on the iHeart Radio app. But uh, we wanted to, you know, we, we all the episodes from After Dark, of course, are still available. And we have a new Twitter feed, actually. Just if you go to TK After Dark. Uh, it'll come up and you know of course this is for 18 and up only so if you're not let's stop listening right now and uh, but for you adults out there let's have a good time I've got one of the most amazing um, I, I don't even want to say just one most amazing in the adult industry I mean it's like literally one of the most just unique and genuine and amazing uh, people I've ever had the the pleasure of to uh to have on the program we had jane wild who was just the real deal man i'm very excited for you to hear my conversation with jane this is actually going to be part one of two uh she is, has been nominated uh god she should be nominated for any and everything in her industry uh for the 30th annual night moves awards has um for best showcase with her Kind of this greatest hits compilation that uh, Evil Angel put together called Jane Gone Wild, uh, as well as Best Female Performer. Because, um, I mean, you're just, you know, again, you know, if you're a fan of the adult industry, it's, you know, it's, uh, I think that the ones that thrive the best are the ones that are, are truly um just, just like, with, I like anything that's the genuine article, whether it be music or food or who i vote for you know that sort of thing so anyway she is so lovely and so amazing and so talented and just such a unique uh just a powerful human being so um make sure you're still voting for her voting is still um going through till september the 15th and if you happen to be in the tampa florida area october 6th to the 9th I've been to AVN, I've been to XBiz, I've been to Exotica, but I've never been to Night Moves. So maybe next year, 
Uh, it's not in the cards this year, but hopefully next year I'll, I'll make it down there. Well, I was in Tampa last year for WrestleMania. And uh, Tampa's a wild town, man. It's a perfect place for this. But it's it's like AVN. It's like a week-long uh, deal with lots of, of different uh, events that uh, that culminate with... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That culminate with the award show. So again, October 6th to the 9th. And don't forget the Caravan of Stars nightclub crawl down there. Uh, on October the 8th, there also was a fan fest, kind of like if you've been to AVN, at Chica's Gentleman's Club from noon to 6. And again, the next night, it will culminate with the awards show at Mojitas in Tampa. And the after party is at the Dollhouse there in Tampa. So lots of fun to be had. So if you're uh, a fan of the adult industry, get your butt down to Tampa. Uh, going to have a lot of fun going down there next month. Now, before I bring Jane on, I wanted to tell you that this is going to be uh, part one of two and kind of a funny story. I got to tell you real fast. So first of all, I wanted to tell you that this week's uh, beer is brought to you by Buffalo uh, Bayou Brewing. And I'm, we're enjoying a thing called More Cowbell. It's fantastic. It's a 9% double IPA. So it is a big boy beer here. So anyway, um, but here's what happened. This is this is ridiculous, and I'm gonna actually gonna get a chance to, to tell her this <laughs> next week when we have her back. But uh, what happened was is that we were set to um, talk, and this is what I, I'm telling you is because I want you to stick around to the very end of this interview because you're gonna see a trailer and hear you're gonna hear a trailer, I should say, and a little excerpt from part two. Because she is making her uh, directorial debut along with Brie Mills for this great thing called Stars um, uh, for AdultTime.com. And it's autobiographical. So not only is she directing it, but it, it's about her and her life and her introductory intro, and you know her how she kind of was introduced to the adult industry. Unfortunately, under, under not so great terms. Uh, and she stars in it, and it's fantastic. I've seen the screener. It's she's so powerful. Like I said, it, in fact, like I had to say it, but like the actual sex scenes are probably my least favorite. Um, not because they're not great, but because I'm so entranced by her and the, and the and the story that's attached to it. But anyway, make sure you stay to the very end of this program so you can hear a little bit from Jane about that project. And also hear a teaser. Make sure you go to adulttime.com and you can learn more and see more. It comes out on September the 28th. And we're going to have Jane uh, later on this week to talk all about that. So that was actually kind of what the original interview was supposed to be about. And I didn't know that. And here's what we're getting at. Uh, no offense to my producer. I'm not throwing her under the bus here. But Francesca received uh, a, a uh, press release from uh, Jane's publicist. But the only thing that last thing that we got was uh, regarding her nominations for Night Moves. And he mentioned that she really wants to talk. Was really going to want to, you know, plug uh, her new movie, and that's the movie we thought she was. They were talking about was the the Jane Gone Wild thing. Okay, so we were also going to originally going to do it on via over Twitch because she's becoming like a Twitch streamer and she has a Discord and all this great stuff. And the night before, our production company was testing some equipment and decided to go live. And what they did was that they put up a JPEG of the Jane Gone Wild, of course, with all the naughty bits covered up. 
And it took about three minutes before Twitch people, police, came along and fucking totally uh, deactivated or whatever, suspended our account for a week. And it wasn't even in the right, wasn't even the right fucking movie. We're supposed to be talking about the stars thing. And we didn't know it. So we were forced to move to Zoom. And I'll be goddamn if, if there wasn't this crazy glitch with Zoom where... So we never. So she came on expecting to talk about stars, which we didn't because I knew nothing about it. Then we get cut off after a half an hour, and I didn't get to say goodbye, thank you, kiss my ass, nothing. I've got a lot of apologizing to do to this girl. And so anyway, so I was doing some research. I was like, man, that 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 was kind of abrupt, and I felt like the interview, and as you'll hear here as well, was just starting to get good. It was just starting to kind of get there. And then we had to say goodbye. I was like, God, I got to have her back, man. There's so much more to talk about. So that day I was looking her up and stuff because I, I was somewhat familiar, but, but you know, just by what my producer had told me. And then I see, oh, she's got this directorial debut and it's in her autobiography, you know, autobiographical thing. And I'm thinking, well, why the fuck didn't we know about this? Why weren't we talking about this? And before I could have my producer send something to her publicist, I guess he had talked to Jane and, and was like, how did it go? And she was like, well, he was, nice, he was a nice guy, but we didn't talk about stars. So he came back and was like, why didn't y'all? I was like, well, we didn't, we didn't know. So uh, he was like, well, we, so I was like, we got to get her back. I want her back on anyway, regardless. So we, the solution is, is that today we'll give you an appetizer. It'll get you, it'll introduce you to Jane. And it will also inform people about, again, uh, the voting process for night. I want her to win. She's amazing. She deserves to win. So I was like, all right, we'll do a two-parter. And we'll do this to satisfy that. And then we will do part two that will be all about, again, stars, which comes out September 28th on adult time. And, uh, man, I can't wait for you all to see this. She's so great. She's so fantastic. And I can't wait for you to hear from her. So here we are. We're going to take a small, quick break. And we'll be back with the freaking legend already in the making. Uh, Literally the incomparable Jane Wilde. And we'll be right back with more After Dark. Want to see more? Follow us on Twitter at TKAfterDark. Don't miss a single steamy episode featuring your fave adult stars, cam girls, cosplayers, and more by subscribing for free on Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and the Google Play Store, or on your favorite podcast platform. This is Eva Lovia, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Jane Wild, Jane, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm stoked to be here. I always feel like I have a little bit of a imposter syndrome. And I always just wonder, like, how did I manage to get myself on a list with all of these fabulous, incredible performers? And I just think, you know, I've put in a lot of hard work over the years. And I'm just really grateful that a lot of different um, organizations are recognizing um, how much I care about this industry and how much I put into my work. So it feels really, really good. Explain mm-hmm. to them what goes into this and why this is a big deal. I think a lot of people may not understand like how much effort and work goes into producing some of the content that we make. I'm not going to act like all pornography award worthy because it's so much is being made, but it's the sure. same with like 
watching movies as well you know there's stuff that people watch for entertainment and then there's stuff that people are like that really deserves some recognition i will say it just feels good to have a collection of work that i've done that they create a showcase out of work that i've done and, and it makes me feel like like a real superstar it really just means i've reached a point in my career that it's marketable entering the industry i already had goals in mind. I really wanted to model my career and after people I admire and Riley Reed and Adriana Chechik have been two of my inspirations. They're massively successful and it's not just because of their looks. Not only are they so beautiful, but they're so kind, super talented um, in their performances and the way that they choose to run their brand. So I came into the industry thinking, I don't want to just do porn. I want to be a porn star. I want to be someone that is known, whether it be like a household name and be able to use my success in porn to venture out and basically do anything that I want to do in life. There's a lot of freedom in that, but there's also a lot of bravery in that. Thank you. Um, what were some of the things you were hoping to experience in that realm that you weren't experiencing in your personal life? did my first scene and had been celibate, not necessarily by choice, just out that way for like five months. So I hadn't had any action with anyone except myself. Extremely ready. It went really well. And I just got so excited getting the dicks from all different directions. And my agent at the time was saying anal. Anal is a really popular niche in porn and it's a really popular act. And it just makes you more popular. It makes you more of like an iconic porn star. All the top porn stars in the world do anal. It was about six months into my career. I got presented an opportunity. I just, I was like, okay, I'll just do it. Go in and do it. And if I don't enjoy it or do it again, ended up going really, really well, like on a level that I couldn't even did how much I would enjoy it. And I told my agent at the time, I said, I want to just do more anal. I was just riding this wave of like confidence because I couldn't believe like how easily it was coming for me. And then I ended up doing Dread. Penis is like probably like a foot long. I got booked to work with him and me at the time, I'm like this 19 year old girl that had just done like five anal scenes. And I was like, can I do anal with him? And that ended up being like one of my most popular scenes. The attention that I was getting from my fans, but I also just really enjoy anal. I really like it. I feel so blessed every day and every time I do an anal scene. It's helped me in so many ways. It's it's made me the career that I have now. What was your experience with anal prior to that in, in, your, in your personal life? I had tried anal one or two times. He was like a large and being like I can't believe like how much I I really like this. There's a lot of pressure that's put on girls they're literally doing boy girl scenes like oh that's nothing like this girl's doing triple anal but yeah. like you really think about it like getting fucked on camera is crazy just in itself whatever hole is being penetrated like it really shouldn't make that much of a difference but it does what would be the appeal of like let's say like ass to mouth i don't not enjoy it so as far as ass to mouth if i were to do anal in my personal life i probably would still do ass to mouth i'm a big pleaser turns me on and brings me pleasure to see someone's face first of all there's somebody that enjoys anal sex and wants to do it, which is usually somebody that is kind of like, you know, kinky already. And they have certain like kinks and fetishes that they enjoy. Usually they're the type of person that's like a pretty nasty. They really like to see like that freaky 
to people, if they don't know that I'm an adult performer, I feel like I just look like a normal girl. Juxtaposition. And then to do such outrageously slutty things, the stuff like ass to mouth and the dirty talk and the the weird kinky stuff that I do, it's such a mind fuck and it, it really turns people on. The sexual experimentation aspect, so exciting. Doing anal and realizing how much I enjoyed it. And then seeing all these other performers that I look up to and admire doing stuff like DPs, double anal, gangbangs. Yeah, I want to try that stuff. Like the curiosity, you want to see like, what is that going to feel like? That's so out of the realm of possibility for most people in this world that it would be really unique and special to be able to experience that feeling. And then it's also an addiction to uh, pleasing my fans. They're going to love seeing this. They're going to jerk off so hard to this. That turns me on more and that makes me more enthusiastic to do a certain thing and one-upping the stuff that I've previously done. And maybe about six months after doing my first anal, I did my first DP, I tried it off camera. I was shooting a scene with a friend and then another guy was shooting it and they're both performers. I just said, oh, I just want to be DP'd right now. Like just do it. And I really liked it. Now I need to do it on camera. I really like doing like gonzo scenes, rough, get right into it. And I started doing so many DPs, did my first blow bang. I can't think of a scenario in real life when anybody would get blow banged. Maybe like if you're a real slut and you're just like in real life, oh my God, come gangbang me. But a blow bang is literally just being on your knees, sucking cock for like an hour, all these different men. And it's just sucking and getting throat fucked and then getting a bukkake well I didn't picture being a sex worker ever but even once I became one like did start thinking about it I couldn't think of anything else so I was like I absolutely want to do a blow bang and then I also did a double anal which is when you're doing a DP and then they put both dicks in your butthole at the same time and and have all my fans appreciating it and hyping me up and saying this is so rad that you're doing all these crazy things and you're only 20 years old it was exhilarating they did a regular dp for maybe like a minute you just put it in and it felt overwhelming because it's like such a new sensation something that i hadn't experienced but then once it started going i was like oh my gosh like i actually love this feeling really loved it and trying these acts it opens this door for you oh wow this is so enjoyable and then you're like i wonder what else could be enjoyable but I love pleasing people and that's my number thing. So if somebody thinks it's so hot, you know, that's what I'm going to do. Love facial. When it comes to cum, like if it's on my face, I love it. That's something that's usually really unique to porn. And then one time I did it in real life and he had a really big load. So it just like, it went everywhere. And I was just like, wow. And he was turned on by it. So I was just like, wow, like I look like so slutty right now. (laughs) That's what it really comes down to is just like looking and feeling as slutty as possible. So I think that's why I like cum because I like just looking so used up at the end of the encounter. We will be right back with more After Dark. Again, I want to thank Jane so much for joining me. And again, this is just a, this is the appetizer. The main course is coming later this week. So make sure you're, you're subscribing. Make sure you're tuning in. And again, there will be a video version of our chat on our After Dark YouTube channel. Of course, we have the regular Tricky Kid TV, but there's also... Uh, Tricky Kid After Dark, so make sure that you're tuning into that. There's already a lot of great content there, and we will have uh, Jane's in two parts uh, as well discussing this. So now, 
it is my pleasure uh, to bring you a excerpt from our part two chat uh, regarding stars and so you also you can hear the teaser and we will see you next week right back here with more with jane wilde and more of after dark next week on tricky kid radio in the year before i decided to enter the porn industry i went through a really traumatic experience and by the end of that i was like still very much in shock from the whole situation and hadn't even like fully digested what occurred and I had a mentality of like you know sink or swim like at this point I'm already a sex worker I don't have any aspirations that don't involve sex work at this time I want to stay in the adult industry but I don't know what to do because I was already doing some form of sex work for a year prior and I I had been having these feelings like you know enjoying like exhibitionism like taking videos of myself and wanting to post photos of myself and then I felt like well I want to do scenes and at this point like I've already been posting myself and promoting myself online for a year so people know like people in my town were knowing about what I was doing and I said I have nothing to lose like at this point I want to be successful. I know what I need to do. I don't, I'm not scared of anything because I had already been through some of the scariest things that you could imagine. And I was only 18. So. Hi. um, I saw your ad online for webcamming and I just wanted to know if I could get some more information about that. This has been a presentation of Tricky Kid Media Originals, distributed by iHeartRadio, created and directed by Roy Turner, edited and mastered by Marcus Miller, theme music by the Buckpets, original score by Jocelyn Hunt, artwork by Antora Sandy, marketing and PR by Francesca Miles. Tricky Kid Radio is hosted by Roy Turner with introductions by me, Dana French. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next week. Circle jerk girls who spray.